Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They are indeed. Another woman that he loved. Her too. Why can nobody start the show? I can hear you. They're schmoozing. They sure are. We'll be fine. Welcome to the family with Andy Ustart. Andy Brett Bernard. Officer Dave. Josh Arnold. Mr. Money Talk. Amy Daniels. Tevin Pittman. Look at that. We're loaded. We got there we go. one from every corner. There's no question about it. Josh, how have you been? Tom, I have been very good. Really? Very good. Despite all the, I'll say, horrors that are going on. There the, are in horrors. The world, in the world, whether it's in... Ukraine, whether it's in Israel, yep. Um, whether it's here, well, I can't say in, here in the United States. There's some very disturbing things happening on college college campuses. I, I just don't understand that, Josh. What is that all about? I do not understand, Tom. The um, what's going on with college students across the country, and even some high school students that are pro Hamas. I don't understand it. I don't get it either. We'll never uh, under, understand that. How are you pro-Hamas? They're a terrorist organization. I don't know. It's like pro-Al-Qaeda. I mean, there's a difference. Palestinian mm-hmm. versus Israeli, that's a different discussion. That's a different deal. But yeah. Hamas is a terrorist organization. Uh, oh, yes. And a brutal one. When you view the um, entire world as oppressors versus everyone else. Yeah, that's what it is, that's too. That's all it is. It? Yep. So, and Amy, your mother... Right. My mother was a Catholic. And your father And my was. father was a Jew. See? There you go, Josh. Shoulder to shoulder, Josh. That's there, right. There we, there we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it, is, it is like my my children and their, and their spouses. Yes, there you go. Exactly. I, I, look, all, we used to say all the shame and twice the guilt. <laughs> oh, with the Catholic Yeah, part. well, oh, both. Yeah. Both of them. Well, know? that's true. It is both So we doubled up. We doubled down on the shame and guilt. You know what I've done? I've gotten to the point, because, again, where I grew up, it just I, I, I didn't witness any of this stuff they're talking about. But also, uh, if you've ever been to the I want every college student to go to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., and then you leave and tell me how you know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I don't feel qualified. I think most people aren't to speak to the length and breadth and depth of this conflict. It's so deep and it's so historic. But you just, I don't know, I don't understand how anyone supports Hamas. I just, that makes zero sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, you're a cop. What's the answer? There's people who send uh, proposals to serial killers in prison. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. true. That's know. true. They, they do. They want to marry a serial killer. Yep. Humans are strange. They sure are. are. So law enforcement. How do you look at this in law? I mean, honestly, God. Well, I I look at it differently than everybody else looks at it. Yeah. Because you know, I'm sitting across from from a black man, and 
right next to a I Jew. told him to leave, and he wouldn't listen. I, well, when I saw the officers, officer walk in, I was like, you know what? Yeah, this might be time for me to <laughs> really, uh, you know, yeah, skip the last hour. Might be time to go. And this yeah. day was going so well. I know. I was like, uh, yeah, don't shoot. Uh, do you think, and maybe I'm just being a fool and just, you know, hoping and wishing and all the rest of it, but... Are we going to learn something by this? So maybe if we do get to the other side of this, we can go, you know, that was all wrong. First of all, you're 18, 19 years old. You have no idea what the hell you're even talking about. <laughs> Correct? It's true. It's true. Yep. I mean, don't run your mouth. You have no experience in the world. What's You just moved out of mom and dad's house, for God's sake. No, oh, many of them are moving back into mom's house. Yeah, they yeah. are now. Yeah, you're absolutely Currently right. living in mom's house. Yep. Oh, God. So, I don't know. Like I said, let me just say this. I, I don't understand it. I'll never understand it. Um, but I'm, I've been very honest about this. I have been attacked for things that people thought I thought that I never even came close to thinking. They attacked me for all kinds of stuff. That's what people do. They have no idea what the hell they're talking about, but they got to hurt you because it somehow makes them feel better about themselves. Is that what this is? There's something in that, yeah. God, grow up, for Christ's sake. Grow a pair. How about that? That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's just the situation is so complex and so longstanding. Yeah, it is. And if there was an easy answer, we'd have come up with it a long, 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 long time ago. And um, I don't think there's any winners or there's no winners in this. No, there's not. But, you know, I, uh, for me now, unfortunately, there is an upside to this whole deal because of where I grew up. I grew up with, with Jews, blacks, and Catholics, and I couldn't be happier. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved every minute of it, the things that would be said and done and all the rest of it. Tons of support across, but right down Plymouth Avenue. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, once again, shut up, all of you. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, let the grown-ups try and figure this out for the 900 millionth time. That's very true. So, Josh, what's the latest with you, Buster? The latest with me, I'm still upright, still running. That's true. <laughs> so that might be, might be slow. Might be the fact that turtle, turtles now pass me. <laughs> turtles are passing when you run. When I'm turtles. running, turtles are passing me. Ah, they're overrated. The turtles? Yeah. Or me? No, they think they're, they're so cool. <laughs> turtles do think they're way too they cool. They think they're You're so right. cool. But since since you, you wanted to know or kind of implied what's going on in the market. Yeah, that's a good idea. There you go. There you go. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, get, I get this question, well, what, geez, all the things that are going on in the world, how come the market is going up? Yeah. Said, well, the market, stock market, bond market, is focusing primarily on the Federal Reserve. Yes, right. And what the Federal Reserve is going to do with interest rates this past week, the Fed took a pause, but reserved the right to raise interest rates uh, later, whether it's in the next next month when they meet, or in January or February, uh, data dependent. So there's still concern that the economy has not slowed down enough mm-hmm. to come back to their 2% inflation target. Right. Though uh, the, um, uh, we'll say the growth rate in the, in the country is, is right now above 4%, which is, so the economy is, is chugging along mm-hmm. on a positive basis. That might be 
unsustainable, but inflation is slowly, slowly coming down. Today, the stock market was up. Bond market uh, was also up. Prices on bonds went up. Yields went down because the jobs number that came out. Oh, I haven't seen it. Okay, was only 150,000 jobs. And the previous month's number was revised lower. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Oh, job growth is slowing. The Fed should like that. And then unemployment ticked up. Now, part of the unemployment ticking up was there are numerous strikes around the country. A lot of strikes. That's All right. Which, which was happening. Yep. So the uh, bond market cheered. Oh, my goodness. Yay. Bond prices went up, yields came down. The 10-year uh, Treasury, which was close to 5%, has ticked back down to close to 4.5%. That's a big, big move. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two-year uh, Treasury has dropped below 5%. Again, that's a significant move. All of this happening in the last week. So now um, market prognosticators are saying, oh, maybe the Fed is going to cut interest rates in June instead of July. Though the Fed has said uh, they're not anticipating doing that for not maybe until 2025. Okay, so that's just one, one set of numbers. Next set of numbers is earnings are coming in a little bit better than expected in different industries. Favorite Apple uh, reported a better than expected um, earnings number. So I, I cheered cheered that. Oh, you love Apple. I love Apple. <laughs> so do I. I love Apple. I was teasing with uh, Annie uh, on the on the phone about Apple's earnings mm-hmm. and how that gave me very warm and fuzzy fuzzy feelings. Few few comments about Apple stock. Um, one, iPhone sales were up, uh, and even though China sales, if you break that out, China iPhone sales were down. They were actually a little bit better better than expected big thing with Apple is their services revenue. So all those apps that you get, all the subscriptions that you have uh, on Apple, all the money that you spend goes to their services uh, revenue line. And that was, they generated $23 billion this past quarter. That's with the B, 23 with the B. One segment of their business. That's just one segment. So that business, which grew about 16% year over year, is now half the revenue of iPhones. Really? Services business is half the revenue of the iPhones, and margins are up at 45%. Wow. So Not bad. This, and they're anticipating that margins will be in that vicinity for... The next quarter, though, they did say uh, they were pretty conservative in their guidance uh, for next quarter, saying that revenues would probably be equal to 
last year, but last year had an extra week. Um, so I'm pretty, um, I'll say pretty pumped about, about Apple, and Apple's still buying back shares. They still have a lot of cash. And because interest rates were up, that cash generated a lot of extra money. So that, that to me was a positive. Then I can start looking at other types of companies that reported better than expected earnings. I don't go to Starbucks, but Starbucks beat uh, their number, saw some tremendous growth in China, and said they're looking to add another 50,000 stores. 50,000? On a worldwide basis. Wow. And, and they are following Apple into India. It's like, okay, I'm going to go into India and have a Starbucks. Uh, but they are, they are growing uh, leaps and bounds. Their, their stock took, took a nice jump. And I know you guys are all concert goers and have, are always trying to get tickets for concerts and the like. Live Entertainment, which owns Ticketmaster, reported another um, beat and raise quarter. People want to spend money on experiences, and they got help by Beyonce and Taylor Taylor Swift. Yeah, actually, well, the end of, well we've talked about Taylor Swift. You know, there's even bets right now on another company that uh, I I own and have recommended, DraftKings, who which beat beat their their numbers. I think there's a parlay bet on. Travis Kelsey oh and Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right, Amy, what do you got? Travis Kelsey. Um, whether they're going to last or whether what, what's no the bet? I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, that's so funny. You know, we were the we were the radio station that did the billboard back a few weeks ago that we just put up. It was when the Vikings played Kansas City that we just put up the billboard that said "Beat Taylor's boyfriend." <laughs> got traction around the world. It was crazy. Um, but I don't know. I, I, that woman is, and she's so young, but she is jealousy. Brilliant. Jealousy. She is brilliant. She's a billionaire. She is a brilliant marketer. She is a billionaire. She's unbelievable. No, she's not a billionaire. That's she right. rarely makes a misstep. Rarely. No, you never hear any Taylor Swift scandal no. or she, not even a, oh, she was rude to somebody. Never. Ever. Like, Ever. It's always positive. And she just knows how to appear, whether it's real or not, she appears to reach out and interact with her fans on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they're handpicked and she has a team that, you know, goes through and vets people and says this would be a good one, this would be a good one, you know. But the woman knows how to use social media, how to raise interest in everything she's doing. This Travis Kelsey thing, whether it's real or what we would call at my station a publationship. Mm -hmm. um, it's working. It's working for. Yeah. It's working for. I can ask you a question because this is very, very true, and and it just in this case, it's the way things already were. But in every job that I've had since I was about twenty-five, there's a there, there's usually a guy that runs the department. There's a man. Mm -hmm. But whenever I come to work for them, they always put a woman between the top guy and me. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I think it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's brilliant. Do, do, 
Now, Amy, let me ask you this question. Did I have a reputation of not maybe getting along uh, with management? Yeah. Is that what yeah. you picked up on? Oh, I laugh actually, it up, Kevin. Yeah, Tevin's like. No, no, it's Kevin when he does that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Oh, it's evil. It's evil Tevin. I, I, love it's how evil he, Tevin. I love how he asked that question as if he didn't already know the right. response. Yeah. That was, yeah, right. He's yeah. a lawyer. Did you know he was a lawyer? It's a leading question. I object. But it's so funny. I've always noticed that. It's like. Well, Tom, it's going to be great. Now, and by the way, Dan and I get along great. Dan's a great guy. Got no problem with him. Ever. My boss, yeah, he's a great guy. But there's always a woman between me and management, which I think is brilliant because my mother raised me. My dad was gone. <laughs> you know what? What a lot of people, I think, don't know about you, Tom, and when people ask me, because you and I did not know each other previously. No, not at all. And I've been in this market, I don't even know. I don't know, 25 years, 30 years, something like that. You told me 75 years. Yeah, okay, nice. Um, (laughs) um, If that's true for me, then you've been in it 150. That's true. Um, Very good. But I remember Dan just put, my boss, just put a date on my calendar, lunch with Tom Bernard. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) And I was like, what is that? It was at the Lilydale Country Club. Oh, right? you mean pool, Lilydale. Pool and Yacht. Yeah, Pool and Yacht. Yeah, Pool and Yacht Club, yeah. So I go to this meeting. And By the it, way, there are no yachts there. There's so no yachts. No, no, there's no. There's a pool, but no, no yachts. No, there's no yachts. <laughs> but I go there, and I'm thinking, Tom Bernard, huh. He does not have a reputation for being, uh, I mean, what little I know, because, again, we didn't know each other. No. I was like, I don't think he has a reputation for being a very nice man, but he is different. Maybe not, he's, he may be not 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 nice but he's got management issues i think i vaguely heard about that and i showed up and honestly and i've told tom this sentence like from that point forward and anybody who asks me i love you i do i think you're i think you're delightful i think he's an a-hole yeah yeah, well well, by the way he's also an asshole yes Um, but that's all cops. But that's, that's yeah, right. that's right. He, you're, you're, you are who you are. And but I, I, you have never. I just said this recently. You have never treated me with anything but respect, even when we disagree. But and I do that with women, but not with men. I, I believe that. <laughs> and true. I think, don't you think that's because of your relationship and respect There's for your mother? Like my mother and my two older sisters. Absolutely, There's no doubt about that. That's who raised me. Yep. And you are so protective and loving and wonderful with your wife, your family. Um, I have, you know, again, because you know your reputation precedes you. When people go, oh, you work with Tom, what's that like? I'm like, I love the guy. I do. And I sincerely mean that. Well, it's very kind to you. But I, I, I have always noticed that. It's like, except for in one position, there was a woman in charge, and that didn't work well. Yeah, I think we know who that is, and we're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just saying it would just happen as when I used to be a milkman back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a, a delivering milk door to door. Yeah. Oh, my God, that makes you sound 100. Yeah. No, but no, it's I mean, so funny. Know, Andy, you obviously know that I, I adore you and Alex and the grandkids and all the rest of it. So where would they, Andy, ever get the idea that I'm an, not an even keel guy? Just rewind to the beginning the of the kids? show. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Body you, of work? The body of, yeah, body of work. What do you mean with the, with the grandkids? What? Wait, you mean the grandkids would think you're not even keel? Who are you talking about? No, you, as my son. I never said you're not even keel. I was asking you that very thing. You weren't paying attention to me. Yes, I was. You mean like when people come to him and say... Yeah, see, none of us know what you're talking about. 
Like, you're not asking in a very even-keel manner, I have to say. <laughs> After 53 years, now he's, I know he's, he's, he's searching. He's your, searching. He's, your keel he's, is very odd at the moment. Your keel, your keel is, is off. Your keel is off. No, but I do. I, I, I actually like that because, but you know, like I said, Dan and I get along really, really well. I would think the world of Dan is great. But then one of the, the main reason I took this job at Hubbard was you know why. Because I didn't know any of you before right. I took this job. Mm -hmm. It's because of Ginny Hubbard. There's, there was another woman that I've known since she was eight years old. Uh, I, I, I suppose I, whoever you're raised by is who you're going to get along with best, aren't you? I mean, you probably get along with your mother better, better than most, like a lot of guys. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely a mama's boy growing up. I can see that in you yeah. being a mama's boy. Okay, you know what? <laughs> wow. Officer day. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? Women, I'll just tell you, since this is a table full of men, women know, we can tell, if a man has been raised by a mother... Oh, I bet. ...and yep. has sisters, it's obvious. They just have a... They, they just have a recognition, and that's nothing against men who aren't, but there's just... When you grow up with women in a house, whether that's a mother or sisters or or, or both, yeah. you just have this different sort of view of you're not embarrassed by women things because you've been around them your whole life. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a certain amount of, I think, um, emotional conversation that you've been forced into, whether you wanted to do it or not. And I, I, I think, I hope, you grow up, if it's a good environment, with respect. No, I think that's absolutely true. And I, I love the fact that when Josh was talking about the market and what's going on here and there, you you... you commented as he was going along what is as a woman do you have a different view of the economy the stock market the way things are going it sounded to me like you and josh were pretty much on the same page uh, well i just think you know what it is and i think it has less to do with gender as it does the older i get and the more i same going back to the beginning of the conversation with you know the israelis and the palestinians mm -hmm. the world has always been a dangerous place oh yeah yes, a dangerous has. chaotic mm -hmm. and when people say oh but what about the good old days there weren't any no, <laughs> no. Ask, that's what I've been ask heaven how <laughs> some of his family feels about the good old days well that's what i've been right. saying it's like everywhere in the world since the beginning of time there's been some sort of genocide or something going absolutely. on absolutely you just never heard about it yeah that's true and the stock market is kind of the same thing it, my speaking of moms my mom was very deeply into you know finances and investing and I, we'd get our statements and she'd go quit looking at that mm -hmm. and uh, she'd go you look at that once a quarter at best uh, just leave it alone because we were in our 20s and 30s mm -hmm. and people who come in when sometimes people come into my studio and be like oh the stock market i'm like you know if you can't take it get out of it because right josh it's going to yeah. go up and down every day goes up and down. down then it'll go back up again yep and the world in general to get back to your question it's less about gender i think as it is about age the more you've mm. lived the more you've seen the cycles that this is a world where things go up and down mm -hmm. and up and down conflict starts it ends and then it starts again and you know what you do the best you can to stay sane treat people well be kind in your corner of the world, and I don't have control of the rest of that. No, you don't. That's very, very true. And carry a big baseball bat. Really big. <laughs> really yeah, big baseball bat. all the time. Right. Um, so you guys, it seems to me, are being pretty positive about the stock market, the economy, and all the rest of it. I can I can be, you want some negative stuff, I can give you negative. No, no, I'm just saying. But, but I, I tend to look... Um, 
I'll say, at, at, uh, I'll just say I'm a realistic optimist. Mm-hmm. Because I, things are going to get better. Good. And it's just where they're going to get better. If you're sitting uh, at, in the executive suite at Target, oh, things are tough. Yeah. People are not spending as much money <clears throat> right. at Target. Uh, in particular, you know, Target said they're not spending as much money as on food. On food, yeah, I saw that article. Wal- Walmart said the exact same thing. Walmart said, we think it has to do with the diet drugs that are coming to market. Really? Interesting. Uh, coming out from Novo Norsk and Eli Lilly. So these are drugs that were used for di- diabetes, and they found, oh, people are losing weight. Ozempic, Wagovi. Right. So Mangelo. now, now they're they're trying to get FDA approval for this drug being for weight loss. So if um, Mozambic, I think is the is the drug from Eli Lilly, if that gets approved for uh, weight loss, well, that's that could be big dollars for Eli Lilly, provided, of course, that. Uh, they have enough of the drug. That's the thing. Yeah. People who have diabetes can't afford the medication. Mm-hmm. Not really? Yeah. They're prescribing it off-label now. Yep. Doctors are prescribing it for diabetes, but they're prescribing it for weight loss. If it yep. gets approved really? for weight loss, then yep. it... Thanks, well, Govi is that. There's two. There's The Ozempic is the diabetes drug, and I think Wagovi is the weight loss. Ozempic, they're Same. prescribing for weight loss as well. Yeah, yeah, they are, but uh, there's one that's the same drug. It's just got a different name depending on what oh, they use it for. So th- that's, you know, that's, that's kind of interesting for healthcare, and you have two retail giants saying people are not spending money for food because of these, of these drugs. And it's like, what? Do you know, is that is Lund's and Barley's Cub Foods, are they blaming the, have, they had down sales? Do you have that information I, as well? That I don't have. That, I'm just listening to what yeah. they're saying, but then I've listened to Coke and Pepsi mm-hmm. report, and they're saying sales are up. People are still drinking a lot of Coke products, Pepsi products, yeah. uh, and Monster Beverage is going to be coming out with their, their earnings, and they've had they've had some strong runs. There's another company uh, called uh, Celsius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the energy drink. Oh, yeah, the energy drink. Yep. They've, they have a partnership with Pepsi for, for distribution. Uh, people are buying, I'll say, different types of, of products. <clears throat> yeah. Josh, that's, that's would, would the, when you say Pepsi and Coke are reporting that sales are still very strong, I think most of us have noticed that they're also gotten a lot more expensive. Used to be able to mm-hmm. get a 12-pack of soda for pop for $4. Now it's closer to 7 Is Is that what's fueling their growth? Is it unit sales or is it price? Unit, sale, unit oh, it sales is. And, okay. and, and price. Okay. I mean, you could have uh, Clorox reported. Uh, so their their numbers were up. Now, I'm not, I don't buy bleach that often, so I'm not... You know, so I, I, you need bleach, you go buy bleach. Right. Or whatever, you know, else that, that uh, Clorox, Clorox has. If you need it, you're going you're gonna to buy it. Right. And with Clorox, I mean, they sell, like, the disposable pads and stuff for all the wands, so it's not just the bleach. But with Target and Walmart saying nobody buys food there, I would no, say. No, the people, the, their food sales are down. Or, or, or I'd say, yeah, down. I w- went to Walmart yesterday because I needed a very specific ingredient that was only available at Walmart. And walking through their 
food areas. Like I wouldn't shop grocery shop here. It's not an impressive selection. So I don't blame it on the diet pills. <laughs> Improve your selection of what you have to offer compared to like a Cub Foods or Lunds and Barley's. Right, but I mean that's that's one of those things that yeah. that's that's going on. I think uh, you know my point. And if I look at diff- other retailers, mm-hmm. uh, certain types of retail are down, but. Uh, um, TJ Maxx sales are up, so that's TJ Maxx and Marshalls. So people are changing where they're they're spending their money. Yeah. On the other hand, Lululemon, it's a high priced, high priced item. Mm-hmm. Spending keeps going up there. So if I look in terms of where spending is happening or what consumers are spending money on, mm-hmm. um, because consumers are still spending. We'll say it, they're spending money on experiences and not necessarily on uh, buying another uh, TV, as, as an example. Or not, yeah. We're not going to go out and buy clothes or certain types of clothes. We're yep. going to go out and buy... Uh, right, you're not shopping uh, at the high-end designer stores as much anymore and going to like a TJ Maxx right. or a lower yeah, price point. So that's... It, or... You know what? I'm going to push off buying a new pair of jeans. I'm going to take that money and go get a ticket at through Ticketmaster to go see Taylor Swift. Yep. So it's just a different uh, different type of spending. So that's pow- continues to power the economy. I'm not going to ask you guys a question because I've only been. Do you know my Walmart story? You ever heard my Walmart no, story? No. And again, I got nothing against Walmart, but I've only been in a Walmart once in my life. It just, I don't go to Target that much either. So I'm not a big shopper, I guess is the best way to put it. Like, I would never have thought that Walmart even had food. Do they, do they serve a lot of food? I mean, it's... It's like a superstore thing, right? Yeah. Like yeah. what Target does? Yep. Back when, like, Super Walmart and it was Super Target, those were the only ones that had it. But now pretty much every Walmart and Target has some sort of grocery. See, I didn't know that. You can do a very basic. Now, if you want to go cook a five-star meal, you have to go to a real grocery store with larger selections. But it's like Target, right? Yeah. Yeah, Target's got groceries. and Well, Target might be a little better. I don't know. Because Target's got, like, you know, it's got all the meat and stuff that Mm -hmm. you you could need. But it's not gonna get, you're not going to get any, like, you know, Ethnic. fancy stuff at Target. Yeah, like I had to get wonton wrappers. Oh, and yeah. like Walmart and Target aren't going to have wonton wrappers. They're not going to have wrappers. that. Yeah, you have to go to a grocery store. Yeah, see, grocery I don't store. And again, I'm not avoiding them. I just don't go to those stores. There, I mean, there are a lot of stores I don't go into. No. Just, I just don't. But I did have that funny story about the one time I've been in Walmart, which I thought, Tevin loves this story. Let's yeah. hear the story. Yeah. Okay, here's the story. So I'm... Uh, playing golf up in Elk River. And my wife calls me and she says, uh, on the way home, would you stop and get some water, softener, salt? We ran out. I said, okay, well, I'm right by the Walmart in Brooklyn Park. I'll just duck in there and get the uh, get the water, softener, salt. So I go walk in the front door and I'm looking around and this young black woman walks up to me and goes, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking for some water, softener, salt. And she looks at me and says, why don't you go shop at Target with all the other white people? <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing, and then I realized she wasn't kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't offended. It was like, okay, whatever. I, could, I guess I'll go to Target. 
I don't know why she ever said that to me. I never will understand oh, it. Gosh. And it feels like no matter what Walmart you go to, no matter where it is in the country, it all feels the same. Yes. Kind of like. Oh, does it? Oh, it feels like a ratchet version of Target. Yes. Like, oh, does it really? The, it's just something about the bright fluorescent lighting, yeah. and you people like when you go to Target, people will get dressed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Whereas, really? Like Walmart, they just kind of whatever. We happen to like you got my smiley face pajamas yep. on, and <laughs> that people at Walmart's website is hilarious. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. The way there's they a dress. reason there's a website. <laughs> So I guess and I'm from jumping. here, so I'm just always uh, sort of a Target fan. You know, if, yeah, if I'm going to make a choice, yep. I just choose Target because it's our, <laughs> those are our peeps, man. Yeah. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I, mean, I got nothing against Walmart. I just don't. All you, all you need to know it. is that there is a Walmart or Target within yes. ten miles of everybody in the United Absolutely. States. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yep. true. Isn't that amazing? Oh yeah. When we were we were honeymooning near Deadwood, uh, the only place that there was there was a gigantic Walmart in some like tiny little town mm-hmm. five ten minutes away. And that's like where everyone within probably 50 miles got all their stuff. Yeah. Well, growing up in Osceola, Wisconsin, in St. Croix Falls, 
there was a huge Walmart, and that was just where everybody went to get it. And even that place was still ratchet. And I was like, how is there still a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of country folk out here? And it's still shenanigans going on. There's shenanigans yeah. going on. Shenanigans. Their stock price is close to an all-time high. Is it? Walmart is? Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that. They've That's always good. done. I mean, they, there's a market. There's a definite market for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? The only negative I, I saw in that whole deal, which is maybe one of the reasons I don't go to a lot, is uh, Litchfield, Minnesota is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I've always loved Litchfield. They got a nice golf course. You just go play, you know, softball up there and all the rest of it. But the second that Walmart opened, that entire Main Street of Litchfield shut down. Mm-hmm. That bothered yeah. me. Yeah. I love Agreed. those small town Main Street. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yep. And Litchfield is pretty much gone. There's a lot of towns out there now that specifically in their charter, they state no big box stores. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. will never open one because it kills every local business. It yeah. does. Yeah. Which all is the, unfortunate. All the hardware stores and everything else. Oh, yeah. They're closing. gone. Yep. yep. But yeah, that you, has you nothing a, to do with Walmart or Target. No, well, that's, that's, a, that's, that's like Home Depot and Menards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you put a Home Depot within 30 miles of a town, every hardware store is going to be gone yeah, within true. a year. And I, it's like people don't figure out, you're spending this much gas to go to this mm-hmm. Home Depot that's 30 miles away when they got the same stuff at your local hardware store five minutes away. Yeah, yeah. When, when we lived in uh, Crystal, we used to go to the little... There's like this tiny ace in Robbinsdale. We went there all the time, even though Home Depot was maybe 10 minutes away. Yep. But we just, you know, we liked our little hardware store. It was convenient. It was close. Yep. And they're usually staffed with people who can answer some questions. That too. Home Depot, they don't know anything anymore. Oh, and like I'm the type of person where if I go to Home Depot or any hardware store, I'm not... The first thing I do before I even look for what I'm looking for, I'm going to find somebody to explain to them what I'm trying to do so that yeah. way I can find yeah. the right thing and I don't put a big hole in my wall exactly. while I'm paying my TV. <laughs> so how does, that, how does that affect the economy when all these little businesses shut down? Well, unfortunately, I mean, it improves it because the big box stores pay a whole lot of taxes. That's exactly so what I was, I was thinking. local governments actually like them. but yeah, They employ a lot of people. And they, and they employ yeah, a lot of people, employees, a lot of... Well, the property taxes alone, can you imagine how much a single Home Depot pays in property tax? Not not as much as Jeff Bezos. Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, man, I heard something about this next move that Bezos is making, and I can't really talk about it on the show because... A non-disclosure agreement. That <laughs> oh well, I, I can because it was all. I can talk. I can talk about it because right. Jeff because it was on the news this this morning on the on oh, my news morning? Okay. on my news show this morning that Jeff Bezos was moving from the state of Washington to mm-hmm. the state of Florida. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. And he has uh, bought some bought some property in Indian Creek, and yep. he's got some neighbors like Tom Brady. <laughs> That's not bad. Carl Icahn, so really and to the Ken rundown. Griffin, and he bought he bought two <clears throat> mansions, not one, not, but two, but two. So he two mansions, and he's going to go. <laughs> they're going down, and he's going to build build up. And part of the reason that he's moving has to do with taxes, taxes. Yep. Yeah. So State of Washington um, and Seattle of raise taxes, particularly on capital gains. And for somebody in his uh, income bracket, whenever he sells stock, I mean, his 
income is still at $75,000 a year from Oh, of Amazon. course it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he generates money from selling stock, and he's got to sell a lot of stock to pay for his space co company, Blue Origin, which competes with... Tesla, which competes with uh, Musk, Musk's, uh, yeah, Elon Musk's yeah. space, SpaceX. So this move is going to save him, what do I see the number? It's got to be Seven, $700 million yep. a year in taxes. Yep. Now, again, why, if you were Washington, why wouldn't you adjust and say, let's hold on to this money? Because... That's ours. You don't deserve yeah. your oh, okay. income. Okay. You don't deserve your wealth. So I have a question for you. This is a personal deal. I'm not going to give you the numbers, obviously, but uh, just did my corporate taxes. Uh, my state corporate taxes were two-thirds of my federal corporate taxes. That's a little high, isn't it? I would think so. <laughs> I would think so. Why are we doing this? You don't deserve. <laughs> it's not your business that, yeah. that you created. We created that business. God. Thank you very much, think Elizabeth. Think of all the people we could help with that mm. money. Yep. Yeah, well, it's just short-sightedness, too, because it's like, you know, if, I, if we can tax every millionaire in the state at this rate, we'll make this much money. But if we lower the taxes, we'll lose this much money. But the millionaires fleeing never gets factored into the no, calculation, it right. and no, we're seeing it happen right. right now. Yeah, and you hear about it all the time of millionaires, especially if it's athletes. They'll go, well, I want to sign with a team in Texas or a team in Florida yeah, because or, there's no yep. state tax, or yep. they factor those in. So, yeah, you probably lose as many millionaires. Oh, God, yeah. If I was going to start up a huge business, I would never do it in a state with high taxes, ever. Yeah. Amy, how many markets is Hubbard in now? Uh, in radio, seven. Seven. And do you, you run them all out of here, though, right? Um, <clears throat> I do not, but somebody does. Uh, yeah, we run them. Hubbard runs them out of Minneapolis-St. Paul. That's what I thought. Is that a problem? I mean, is that difficult to do because of all the different... So you're, you're in how many different states? Uh, let me think. Um, I think those would be seven all, different states. Because all seven we've got, different states. Yeah, yeah. We've got Cincinnati, Phoenix... Seattle, Minneapolis, St. Paul, St. Louis, West Palm Beach, and Washington, D.C. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. you're all over the United States. Right, exactly. And having to deal with all those different economies, is that, I don't know, that's got to be kind of difficult. I, I would not want to be the business office. That's what I'm thinking and myself. If it's, it's easier for the business office just to have us all move to Florida permanently mm -hmm. and do the show from there, I support that. You're in. And, yeah, I'm, I'm out. In. Yeah, I would never move to Florida. But why you would know, you move to Florida? My grandfather lived there for most of his life, and I—it's just—I'm not a fan of that state at this all. Is your father's father? My mother's father. Oh, your mother's father. Yeah, nice Catholic boy. Ironically, in my family, the Jewish side of the family had very little money, and the Catholics had all of it. So I don't understand really? how that happened. Oh, yeah. your mother's family's in the mafia? Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> I was going to say they were selling They killed people. Is that yeah, they, wrong? No, no. Is that the wrong thing to do? I'm sorry. Uh, John got they just, they, Yeah, why? 
So, um, no, I'm just not a fan of Florida at all. I, I wonder don't, why. I just, why not? I don't, I think it's, it's a, flat. It's flat. It's dirty. It's it's they hot. Have, it's humid. It's, it is very hot and humid. Well, it depends on where you're going There are a lot to. of little bugs. My That's a lot yeah. of bugs. Yeah. There are a lot of little too. bugs. You have to put yeah. the cereal boxes in the refrigerator. My politics and worldview don't really work in Florida, let's say that. Really? I don't think they I think I don't think we'd enjoy each other. No, you too. The you two know. Of you kids. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm one of your know. lefty friends. I don't know if I could ever live there in the summer. <laughs> oh, I don't I wouldn't want to live in Florida in the summer. Don't no. get me wrong. It'd be horrible. It, I lived oh, in Florida yeah. in the summer and it was not it's pleasant awful. in the summer. Mm-hmm. We used to go visit my grandpa and the minute you what walk town? off the plane, uh he was in Bridenton. So oh, Bridenton. Sarasota okay, area. Sure. Yeah. And um boy, the minute you got off the plane there, you just feel the humidity. Oh, yeah. It's yep. just overbearing. Yeah, no question about it. But I, I just don't think it's a very interesting state as states go. I mean, I just rather be just about anybody, anywhere else. Not a big fan of California either, but that's just me. Oh, California. Yeah, th- what's interesting, I spent a lot of time in both states, and I really love both states, but once you, you move to the political side of it, it gets really hideous gets very dicey, quickly. Yeah. Isn't that sad? I that love Minnesota. Politics? I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I moved back yeah, I from those places here. to here. Yeah. Because the quality of life here, when you, and you only notice that when you go somewhere else and live there. Not visit, live there. And I was in Las Vegas. I was in different parts of California. And, man, I wouldn't go back there for all the money in the world. The Andy- Minnesota's got a better, better life. Yeah, no question. Andy, do you, you like raising ch- a child in Minnesota? Uh, I mean, out where I am, it's fine. Yeah, I don't love the income tax issue, but yeah. other than that, it's you know. But I wouldn't. I would never want to raise a kid anywhere near Minneapolis, for example. No, but I wouldn't really want to raise a kid in any city in the country. I can. I couldn't yeah. name a city that I'd want to live in raising a kid. I suppose that is true. I don't know. It's an interesting situation. Is all I have to say. It's it. The way people view because I've had the exact opposite experience in Florida. I have loved Florida. When I lived there, I thought it was great. I love living in West Palm Beach. Yeah. I mean, West Palm Beach would be great. It's just, I suppose it's different experiences, I guess. I don't know. It's just one of those places every time I've gone that I'm struck by the fact that, and, and this may be specific to Sarasota, Bradenton, but it's just surface roads for miles and miles. Where oh, you I don't like the highways on the west side. And, You're uh, right. It really depends. On, well, Florida's multiple states wrapped up into one. It is. Like, it is. You, know, right. you go on the Panhandle. It's, That's true. It's the deep south. Mm-hmm. You yeah, go to like is. the southern part of Florida. It's basically all like New Yorkers. It's yeah. There's all sorts of different places for you in Florida. Oh, and I, I love the way you talk about there's miles and miles of roads <laughs> and you got to stop every... It's <laughs> like there's no freeways in Sarasota. You just drive the surface roads forever. The whole west side of the state. I, yep. I'm not it's like Las Vegas. driving over Yeah, there. it's like Las yeah. Vegas that way where you just have to drive on Flamingo from the south to all the way to yep. the north. There's Vegas has never had a great freeway system. No. And I, I like there are nice towns on the west side. Yeah. Florida, sure. but but the travel is not great. No, nope. and that I'm just true. a water, rocks, and trees kind of girl. I miss when I was gone. I miss ducks and bunnies and forests. You don't see much of that in Florida. Nope, not a lot. Geckos. I hate them. Oh, a lot of geckos. I lived, I lived in oh, Phoenix, gosh. Arizona, for a little while, and oh. there was I had to go out kind of the outskirts of town to pick up a delivery, and Uh-oh. I looked in the parking lot, and you could see all these little like snakes slithering no. around. <laughs> no. I, I called the people and I was like, hey, 
I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to pop the trunk, and you're going to put the package in, and I'm going to drive away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they had yeah, the little lizards that would scurry across. Uh, yeah, no, can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. Same out. with Vegas, just bugs and lizards mm-hmm. and nothing furry. Our desert nothing climates cute. are meh. No. <laughs> you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Look, I loved Minnesota, lived here my whole life, lived in another place. One thing that was really weird about Jacksonville, I'll never forget that, this would have been 1976, 77. Uh, so I moved to, moved to Jacksonville, Florida, worked at WAPE, the Big Ape. Big Ape. Legendary radio station. You know who the Grease Man was, the morning guy when I was really? there? Yeah, absolutely. Did he end up in D.C.? Yes. Yeah. He went to D.C. and then he got fired because of what he said. Something bad. Oh, you don't remember what he said? Was it racist? Oh, yes, it was. I thought so. Man. Do a little Google search. Uh, you want to hear what he said, Tevin? Yep. Uh, Martin Luther King Day. Oh, of no. course. Oh, no. Martin Luther King Day, he said, I got a great idea. Martin Luther King Day, we all got the day off. Why don't we kill four more and take off the whole week? Oh, come on. He said that in D.C., by the way. Oh, my gosh. Which is like Chocolate Jeez. City. <laughs> Which is Chocolate City. Wow. We're talking about, uh, Doug, Who said that? Doug, yeah, but that was that Tevin. Was Tevin. Doug Who said that? Was that? Oh, my God. Tevin, Tevin, guys. Tevin, oh. Tevin said that. It's, it is. That's just career suicide. That was the end of his career. Doug that was track? the end of his career. Is that Doug Trek, yeah. He, he looks like somebody that would say that. Does it really? bring up in the story? Uh, I just he... typed in Grease Man and it showed a bunch of pictures. Yeah, it's Doug but, Track, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the silenced, he, yeah, Washington Post must have been in 2000. Because, yep, that's yeah, about it, right. Uh, the silenced Grease Man is the. <laughs> the silenced <laughs> Grease For a reason. He, some horrible racial slur. And, and, yep. Oh, he's the same guy who did the uh, James Bird thing. What was that? So, uh, 1998, mm-hmm. uh, James Bird, who was a black guy, uh, was dragged behind a pickup truck until he died. Oh, I remember that. Sure, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and Grease Man, uh, they played a sound bite of Lauren Hill, so probably mm-hmm. some rap. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like an R&B singer. Yeah. And R&B, when yeah. they came back from it, he goes... No wonder people drag him behind trucks. Oh, Stop. My God. Oh, oh, he's just a peach of a guy. Yeah. All right. You know, I could introduce you if you want. Yeah, and this was... No, I'm good. <laughs> this no, was good like Lord. 13 years after the MLK one. Oh, my yeah. God. So yeah, he learned his lesson, so that's yes, good. Yeah, really. Where was he working when he said that? Uh, let's see. Where was that? W-A-R-W, now W-I-A-D. That Where was is in it? Bethesda, Maryland. Okay. Maryland. Oh, so he got the big job, huh? Yeah, he went from Washington, D.C. to Bethesda. To Bethesda. Yeah. Still the same market. Yeah. Why would you, though? 
Why, yeah. why would you be so stupid? Why would you say that? Why would you I be know. so ugly? Well, why I would you be so rotten? I'm guessing he's got some substance abuse issues. Yeah, I didn't know him to be a drinker, though. I mean, I didn't spend any time with him. Problems. He was, I was a night guy, and he was a morning guy, so I never saw him. We were, were literally 12 hours apart. But he... I don't know why. Why would you say that? Yeah, as far as like, well, he did a webcast from 2010 to 2018. Oh, did he? Um, Do you have any advertisers? Oh, no, he's, he's doing web radio classics and the, with the Grease Man. <clears throat> he's still doing it. So. Yeah, but how would he? Who the hell is going to advertise on it? Uh, he probably right? has a very specific audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, and I think like, we know who those people Do you have to wear a hood to yeah, listen to him? I, I think so. Oh, God. Anyway, moving on from that kind yeah, of right. thing. We've only got about 10 minutes, so let's talk about something positive, Joey. I, that's, I did not know the James Beard one. That part, I didn't even know he did that. Jeez. I'll never understand. Okay, so let's look at the economy again. So um, as we move forward. What are you laughing about, you pill? Yeah, how's that for a segue? Yeah, it's a good segue the, for wow. you. I, can't, I couldn't segue that at, at, at <laughs> all. Right, we're, from the grease man to Josh, the economy. You get these horrible segues uh, all the time. That's <laughs> oh, all you're going to get, <laughs> man. It's all the Hey, David, it's like, what is going on here? God, that's so amazing. I, you know, I literally forgot all about that, that he actually did that. And it's like, why? It, why? Amy, because there's there's an awful lot of stupid. As we started the show, yeah, there's a true. lot of stupidity. <clears throat> yeah, in, in this right. in this world. And Amy, working in radio as long as you have, have you had? And you don't have to name anybody, but have you had people that you're like, I have to hold my breath every time they turn the mic on because I'm scared they're gonna fire off the hip? Um, it depends on what kind of scared, you know. Mm, Tom I mean, Bernard. Tom Bernard, yeah, that goes without saying. Oh. Um, no, I mean. It, it, Sometimes, what I fear more than than anything is those are those kind of remarks. I mean, mm. there's just no win. No, what, what, you can't. But those generally come from. I'm going to be blunt. They come from people who are. You have to assess when you hire people. Is this a is this a really rotten human being? Yeah. If they're a rotten human being, I guarantee you're gonna. You will. I don't care how talented they are. You will regret that you hired them yep. because they can't cover that for long. Yeah. They just can't. Really? It's going to come out. Um, if you're a rotten human being, people will get that eventually, you know? Mm. And those are the people that scare me because you don't know what they're going to say. It's not about, it's really not even about making a judgment one way or the other. It's about their real personality leaked out, yep. you know? And that's what scares me. So I try not to hire rotten people. You know, we have at the station I run, we have a pretty good staff of people that I would never be afraid of. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's I think that that probably enters the picture more where you get into. And, and I'm not speaking of any station in the market right now, but just as a general rule, when you get into edgier stations like, you know, the heavy metal stations or, oh, okay, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, that's where probably you're in a. Or maybe a station with it's got just <clears throat> people, no offense to me and everyone else. But these things have changed over time. Tevin, mm -hmm. you can speak to that. Yeah. There are people that say things from a different generation where that used to be acceptable. Yeah. And yep. it's not anymore. And we can whine all we want about it. Too bad. Yeah. It's 2023. And you can't say that stuff anymore. Yep. You can't. You can't make <clears throat> jokes about Chinese accents and think that people aren't going to be offended. You know, you can't right. make jokes about people's race or sexual orientation for the most part and people aren't going to get offended and it's not that they're overly sensitive it's that we've evolved to a right. point where that's just not okay stop it yep. quit punching down you know 
Um, so the, I worry more about that, but not a lot with my no. with Tom. I mean, you, I never worry about Tom. <laughs> no. You know that she didn't make eye contact with me the whole time. She I had, know she was, I tried she was not moving, to. moving around. She I tried not, not to. I was like, she didn't make eye contact, which I really no, appreciate. I was like, pretend he's not here. Pretend he's not here. Pretend he's not here. You know, there are some people I don't like working with. Well, hold on. I stare right at him. Well, all all I will tell you, the first time I ever met Tom, did not know him. So we we have that in common. We have that in common. Was on an air airplane, in coming from Chicago Midway Airport. Back to Minneapolis. I was with a guy named Bo Caprell. You remember Bo Caprell? Oh, I remember Bo, yep. Okay. We get on this air, airplane in in Chicago. Tom is dressed in pink Zubas. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> he was probably doing a... Um, a voiceover. A vo- voiceover was, in yep. Chicago. Was, yeah. right. We get on, he and he and Bo. And Midway, we were the flying on Midway Airlines. Okay. So it was all first-class seats. <clears throat> okay. Get on the get on the plane. Tom and Bo were sitting aisle aisle seats across from each other. They first started in with the welcome that the flight attendants give, and do the whole safety check between the two of them. Oh, funny! The rest of the hour flight, the two of them are riffing back and forth. Plane lands. Everybody stands up, gives them a standing O. Oh, my God. Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. In his pink Zubas. In his pink Zubas. Classy, Tommy B. Classy. And it was the most entertaining flight that I think that Every anybody had been on because nobody was talking. They were listening of course. to these two mm-hmm. comedians Telling back jokes. and forth for it. an entire hour trying to outdo one another. And you thought, <laughs> I want this guy to be my friend. Yep. And I said, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> In pink Zubas. Zubas. Well, it was oh the 80s. What can you do? Yeah, it was what back the in the day. Was. Back Super in the day. It's absolutely true. And look at where we are now. Oh, look at where we are now. Oh, my gosh. So but you guys have known each other that no, long? I've never, other than that. Really? I, that, yeah, I, I think the next time I saw him was at a wedding. That was at, uh, well, the reception was my doctor, uh, John, John Beecher. Okay. And I think it was his second marriage mm-hmm. and it was at Interlochen Country Club and I sure. met him there for he's there for maybe was 10 minutes. Was he wearing pink Zubas? No. <laughs> he was dressed up suit and tie. Okay. Oh, look at that, huh? Suit maybe maybe Zubas underneath the pants. Yeah, we, we don't know that. Can't confirm. And I and I got confirm. I got a kick out of that wedding because it was a, ca- a cash bar thinking it's a doctor Right. He's got a cash <laughs> bar at the Interlochen Country Club. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. And People were lined up at the bar. I'm thinking, oh, I got to remember this. When if ever my kids get married, I'm gonna have a cash, cash bar. bar. No, not at, not at my kids' so wedding. Oh, funny. There was no cash bar. That was open bar. Of course. Right. No, I think the first time I met Tom was we were at KQ bringing comedians in, mm-hmm. and they would make or not make them, but I would sit out in kind of the hall outside the studio, and John Lastman opens the door. He was like, Tom's making fun of you in there for sitting out in the hallway. Get in there and defend yourself. And they just rush me in and like throw me on camera, on camera, on mic. 
and you were talking about listening to the show the previous day or something and i was like oh i know i didn't listen it's too early in the morning he's like well show starts at five o'clock in the morning like what you get up earlier than that oh no i usually listen to you know sports radio because i like we well, you guys don't talk about sports he's like what are you talking about we talk about sports on the show all the time definitely like, oh shoot oh for two i just kind of like take a deep breath and i was like Black people don't really listen to your show. <laughs> that's what he said. Black people don't listen that's to you. That's amazing. That's what he oh, said. That's, that's amazing. That's why that woman at Walmart, uh, she knew who you were. People. She were white people. I was like, I don't, that's I right. Don't Get out of here. You've painted me into this awkward corner. Uh, Black funny. people don't listen to you. Thanks a lot. Oh, and my God. That's oh hilarious. You know, but to go back to when I first met Tom, I sat at that Lilydale Pool and spa. What is it? Pool and yacht club. Pool and yacht club. With no yacht. With no yacht. <laughs> and um, I remember sitting thinking, hmm, Tom Bernard, okay. And I was eating my salad. He is nice to every server that comes to the table, mm-hmm. to every person that's in the club. It's as true as when he, when Tom, when I've seen you out and about, you meet your listeners, you are gracious, you are kind, you will take pictures with them, you are respectful. Um, I, it was a really, I just want to make sure that that's on the record, that it was an eye opener for me in terms of sometimes people have a reputation, oftentimes it's deserved. Um, in this particular case, I see a different side of that. Um, and I came into it like completely without, you know, any other preconceived notions other than his reputation. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen you treat anyone with anything less than respect, especially out in public. No, I would never do that. That's one of those situations, and we only got about two minutes left, so I can I can kind of close with this. That's one of those Minnesota deals that didn't happen in North Minneapolis. The people in North Minneapolis where I grew up were not like that at all. Once I got outside, there is a part of Minnesota, most Minnesotans are very, very nice people, but there is a part of Minnesota they cannot wait to knock you down a peg. And I had many people telling me that, oh, you're that big a deal. We're going to have to knock you down a peg. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to knock me down a peg? Right. Don't and get on your jealousy. high horse, Mr. Yeah. Bernard. I guess. You're I mean, not better than us, Mr. Bernard. I get, but there's that, that whole idea. Look at all the names I've been called. There was no proof <laughs> of any of that. Because it was impossible to find because I never did any right. of it. Well, right. you can't have nice things if I can't also have the highest rated show in radio. Uh, like, right. I guess, knock you down yeah. a little bit. I guess. That's what it stems from. All right, closing words. We got one minute. Any closing words from anyone? Buy stocks. <laughs> <laughs> Buy stocks. That's my, that's my word. Buy you need, you need some help? Come see me. Amy, you're going to have to come in and do the show more yeah, often. That it was, was fun, good. you guys. I loved having you on the show today. So... Uh, That's going to do it. We'll talk to you next week.